Hello, I'm Laura Castleton, U.S. Head of Portfolio Construction and Strategy at Janus Henderson Investors. Is a brighter future possible? At Janus Henderson, we think it is. For 90 years, we've worked to help clients achieve superior financial outcomes and fulfill our purpose of investing in a brighter future together. We know that this means our thinking and our investments are helping to shape millions of brighter futures for the next 90 years and beyond. To learn more, go to JaniceHenderson.com. Market insight and analysis. You're listening to the opening bell of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Good Monday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer and David Faber, live at Post 9 of the New York Stock Exchange, setting the table for the last big macro week of the year. Fed decision, ECB, CPI, retail sales, and today, uh, biggest merger Monday in a while, more than $50 billion worth of deals. Our roadmap begins with a key week for the economy. Cautious trading ahead of CPI on Tuesday, that Fed rate decision, and Yellen saying that inflation headwinds are set to ease. Plus, as you just heard from Carla, a double dose of deals. Horizon Therapeutics shares, they are up sharply after it agrees to be bought by Amgen. And Toma Bravo buying Coupa Software. Those shares also up substantially. We'll also discuss why one key analyst is saying it's time to short U.S. technology. Thank you. Thank you. For but we will start with uh, that double dose of deals, uh, a merger Monday, which we, of course, haven't seen in a while, but a decent pace of deal making. And we saw it this time last year as well, if you recall. Of course, when we got, I guess, Activision Microsoft was around this time. Uh, so right before the holidays, let's start off with the bigger of the two, uh, a deal we knew might be coming, of course, because under Irish takeover law, you get a lot more information. And that is Horizon Therapeutics. Rare disease company, it's key drug um, uh, for... Uh, uh, it's infused right. by ophthalmologists. It is uh, for thyroid eye disease. It's a big drug, over $2 billion, $4 billion perhaps, peak sales estimates. Amgen steps up and does the buying here, uh, beating out Sanofi uh, at a price of one sixteen fifty. I am told um, Sanofi, which as you look in the background, you see started this whole thing off and bid a number of times, uh, was probably around one ten. let's call it just to give you a sense there, but it is a 20% premium to where the stock was, so it still will be up. It, of course, does strengthen what you would say Amgen's rare disease portfolio. Um, really makes Amgen in some ways, Jim, doesn't it? Just another big pharma company, it seems yeah. like. Willing to pay 20, to- 20 years worth of cash flow, lever up their balance sheet, by right. the way, to about three and a half times, maybe 3.6 times, for drugs that are winners, that are right. clearly have already won. There's not a lot of risk here, but at the same time, this is a company that we can remember certainly was at the front of innovation, but now maybe could be considered more of just a, another good old-fashioned big farm. Right. They bought some revenue growth. They bought some cash flow. But here's what I always think is the problem with Amgen. It's run by a banker, Bob Bradway. And uh, you always want to see these companies invent new drugs. And they do have a decent cancer franchise, which they've invented. But, David, uh, J&J passed on this. And I think one of the reasons J&J passed on this is because, frankly, it's just old. Nothing. I mean, maybe they can take that thing to four billion. Right. Maybe they get it to four billion. They've got they got the, the obviously the, the the eye drug, and then they've right. got this other company they bought that had a gout drug that figured, they've yeah. that they've been able to um, but this get is going. A, this is a shopped company, and I always expect better from Amgen. You do? They, yeah, I do. Well, because I think Amgen has great science, but they don't seem to make it cross the finish line. 
Really not. If they're willing to do this and willing to do it at a price that was, again, above, right. let's call it six, seven bucks above where the right. cover bid came well, in. Well, the, the stock started going up when we realized that the Fed was going to slow the economy. And uh, I don't know. I don't want to say Amgen is a second-rate company because that would be not, you know, that would be too harsh. Mm-hmm. But I just always thought that this was a great growth company, and then they have to go buy a company that doesn't, that conceivably could be peaking in growth. I mean, I don't know. It, it's not. And they push the balance sheet a little bit. Exactly, and I don't like that. Yeah. I mean, why did J&J pass? It, I think J&J passed because they have a pharmaceutical group that's growing faster. Carl, I find some of these deals to be done, I, like the Bravo deal that we're going to talk about. These deals are, are kind of done because these companies, Bravo wants to put together some sort of giant franchise. But I mean, Amgen's kind of tapped out. That's what the deal says to me. I didn't think Amgen was tapped out until I saw the deal. <laughs> no, it's, it's an interesting take, and it's yeah. and it's it's one that I've heard from a, a couple of yeah. other people as well. I was disappointed. Jim. It's yeah, I'm sorry. I was going to say, but so between that and Coupa, you think it's a low quality merger one? Well, I mean, Coupa is Tom Tom Bravo is putting together some sort of really specialized group of incredibly expensive stocks that would have gone much lower, and that is really just a, a joy to watch. <laughs> And they got a lot Wait, of money. Repeat that for me again. Some they're sort putting together that? a group of very overvalued companies <laughs> that are making a lot of money. It's a joy to watch what they're doing. They took in $35 billion. You know, it's like, kind of like Sequoia. You know, I looked at Sequoia today. I looked at their website. Sure enough, if you scroll down, you'll see Sam Bank- Bankman-Fried. That was a good, you know, Sequoia. Every one of these companies wants to oh, burn cash. Bravo was in there too, Rather than said. cut trees down, they're burning cash. Well, I don't know. Look, from David, their perspective, Tomba the- Bravo, which obviously just had a very successful yeah. uh, fundraising, raised an enormous well, maybe new that fund. counts more than what they um, do with it. Sees value at 81 bucks a share here for this company. Now, you know, I always, always am interested in the financing right. piece of these deals at this point, given we've talked so often about the non-investment grade financing market being a tough one, uh, because this is, you know, over six, uh, roughly $6 billion equity. Let's call it what well, they're talking about, it being a total... $8 billion deal almost Well, this Bernstein point. had it at 150 um, I used to have them on the show all the time. It's a good company. Procurement. Right. Software as a service procurement. Where, you know, where they're getting. So Abu Dhabi's giving them a good amount of money. We oh, don't know exactly fabulous. how much, but uh, they're saying it's a significant minority investment from Abu Dhabi because, again, uh, you know, the equity check plus Abu Dhabi, then you got leverage, direct lenders. We'll find out. Uh, everybody involved here uh, don't have all of that now, but always interesting to see, Jim. But to your point, um, Vista was there, uh, but lower. Right. Not sure where they ended up. Been trying to figure that out. Maybe high 70s, maybe mid to high 70s. But clearly, they did not see the value up to 81 for Cooper. No, well, the game ended. I mean, the game ended of buying these companies that are losing money. The game ended a long time ago. And yet, these guys can still do it because they're not a public company, Tom Bravo. And then they can go to the bankers after all this and jam it. Like we saw so many companies jammed to the public, cost the public a fortune, make good money for Tom and Bravo, make good money for the bankers, and everybody ends up happy except for the public. Well, the public is happy today if they bought the stock anytime recently. Well, yeah, how about 150 I mean, when they bought it? as long as you didn't buy it, if you bought it over the last oh, okay, few months. Well, yes, they bought know. it. Yeah, they really timed it right, the public. They got in there at the bottom. <laughs> This was, this was I, a $340 stock, $340 yeah, I mean, stock. You know, but I had them on, and I do like them very much. They just got the big Proctor contract, procurement. They're really fantastic. So, but on, when it comes to the company's business, are you... I like the business, but I think that the price, if you just waited, would go even lower. 
because those stocks are so out of favor. I mean, they're just, you know, look, these things will go down on their own weight if you don't bid for them. You think Weber's more in Weber line with what you're talking okay, about? Okay, so Weber, they come public. Remember, they cut the size of the deal, cut the size of the deal, cut the size of the deal. They finally bring it 14 uh, in, in August. It goes to 16, and then it goes down and here goes and it gets down. bid. Now, there were a couple of other. Traeger came up at the same time. Uh, and, you know, Weber was one of those deals where they, you know, they got rid of this. They had some CEO issues. We should, have, we should point out, by the way, Weber has agreed to be purchased at $8.05 a share by BDT, which was the majority owner of the company. And, by the way, did well, not sell stock. Sure. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. They did. Byron Trot. No, they didn't. Yeah, Byron Trot. But they, they, and so they came back in and said, "All right, we'll, 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 we'll start over." It's a, it's a redo. Byron Trot's terrific. But the fact is, is that this was again a pandemic play. I mean, we had a Weber. uh, We bought for the pandemic, and it was super. We also bought these really cool firemen kind of Verizon suits. We sit out there. And, you know, it was just one of those things. There's so much that was done wrong but, during the pandemic. There's what? a couple of things what? I would you say like here. here. No, no, I would. In general, all of these stocks fell to a level at which there was a buyer willing to say, hey, okay. you know what? I right. see value. That, and that's it, true. The case of Horizon, it was Sanofi originally saying. And by the way, it's been on Amgen's radar, too. All right. You know, we we think this is an interesting company, but it's trading too high. And then you watched it fall to a level where they said, all right, let's right. let's take a shot. Well, that's, that's Same true. thing with Coupa. Clearly, it was, you know, uh, it fell to a level at least. And we've talked about, by the way, Vista, um, which did not end up uh, owning this, but nonetheless looking at the public markets lately because it sees more value in the public markets as opposed to the private market valuations where it typically has done a lot of its hunting. Well, it's true because the the FTC will not block that. What do they give? They don't care about that. And then, you know, even Weber falls. So, I mean, there is something to be said for a market that may be discounting too much some of these companies. Weber's a real company. And the ability to actually step in. You buy Weber, you buy Traeger, you know, know, there's a bunch of guys there in the grill business, but... The fact is that they came, I remember doing that deal when it opened, and all I could think of was like, wow, they need a really big wave of COVID to come back. I mean, Weber must be killing it in China. Even if that had happened, Jim, I mean, the the replacement cycle for grills is many years, actually. Yeah, one of the things that I loved about Weber when I bought it was like, you know, you never have to buy another Weber. And I was thinking, wow, that's bad for the stock. Don't you need a Weber every year? Weber should have made portable fire pits. Which my wife saw today. I bought it for, to wrap it up. And she came to the door. And she said, someone bought me a fire pit. I said, ah! <laughs> I'm supposed to open it. Don't need those fire pits anymore. No, no, it's a portable fire pit. I had, now I have a nice one, too. Yeah. Hey, bring it over to your house. Yeah, I yeah, know. I, like, I went through three of them because none of them really they, worked well. See, that's what you want to own, <laughs> a fire pit company. Because they were just smoke pits. Smoke, yes. <laughs> yeah. Walk back into the house, yeah, reeking like, of smoke. <laughs> Remember those days? Come on over. We'll stand by the fire pit. Well, that was a great era. Yeah. I mean, for like a lot of companies. Yeah, well, Do you think someone buys Zoom video or DocuSign, David, just to completely complete their idiocy? <laughs> well, Jim, I mean, again, back to the point. There are, and there's there, a price are for everything. there are, there's a price for everything, and You're there right. are buyers for things. Videos and coming, the video, and look, this I is tell you. this is the positive takeaway. The prices for these companies fell to a level where they were on somebody's list, and they said, "Hey, wait a second, let's take and a look. Let's be send a letter. They could let's, all be brilliant. I don't disagree. They're all brilliant. Carnivals come down a lot, Dave, and maybe it's time. Okay, you and me right. together. Well, it doesn't matter. Can we get as Abu Dhabi? As long as we're not public, we can do whatever we want. Right, Abu Dhabi. How about uh, gutter? I mean, there's some good 
Some of good matches. They've been in the news, right? that's for sure, this week. Holy cow. When we come back, uh, why one strategist says you should short U.S. tech in the coming year. Uh, tons of calls this morning. We'll get to all of them, including ones on Qualcomm, Apple, Under Armour. Futures trying to start the week in the green. We're back after a short break. Canva presents stories to keep you up at night. It was an ordinary work day until... The Singapore presentation is at... <laughs> 3 a.m. The office was shocked. <laughs> That's when we sleep. Maya made it less scary with Canva. <laughs> I'll just record my presentation so Singapore can watch it anytime. Record and present anytime with Canva presentations at canva.com. Designed for work. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration, our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. Stocks on track to open higher ahead of uh, consumer inflation data later in the week. Obviously, the Fed decision out on Wednesday. Last night on 60 Minutes, the Treasury Secretary, Janet Yellen, weighed in on inflation and recession fears. I believe by the end of next year, you will see much lower inflation if there's not a, an unanticipated shock. There are always risks of a recession. The economy remains prone to shocks. Um, but look, we have a very healthy banking system. We have very healthy business and household so you don't, sector. You have said this. You do not believe there will be a recession next year. There's a risk of recession, but um, it certainly isn't, in my view, something that is necessary to bring inflation down. Certainly, Jim, on oil, uh, got almost to a six handle this morning. Yeah, I think oil goes to 65. Uh, and then at that point, I thought that oil could stabilize. Once it broke through, uh, then the charters took over, uh, Russia flooding the world, and you can't use, you can't really mop it up. I thought Janet Yellen was, yeah, I mean, there's a risk. Well, I think we all could do that. Like, I think that it's a risk of recession, but things are good, and inflation will peak. Those are what I would say is, what, everyone thinks? <laughs> Right, David? I mean, is that revelatory? David, I'm looking for something that's revelatory today. You're not going like, to find it there. I, no, no, I found something. Someone had something good to say about Amazon. Wells Fargo says it could reaccelerate. I mean, hey, come on, man. And that's a change of good view. to say about Comcast, too. So there you go. That's revelatory. Well, that was a kind of what <laughs> we cover this universe, and here's the best one in the universe. Uh, Morgan Stanley today, Comcast uh, top 23 pick in cable satellite. There you go. Love the Widest area. discount uh, to the S&P. Well, I mean, these companies make a lot of money. They do. Um, and, and I think that low multiple, they actually have a low multiple. It's pretty amazing. Fairly low multiple. But and Comcast, obviously, is not particularly levered either. So we've got no, that going buy, for Why us. aren't they buying more stock back? Well, maybe they will. We work for them. Yes, we do. So we is do. it they or we? Good question. I mean, I, you know, yesterday I'm at the Eagles Giants game and I said, boy, we look good. And my wife said, I, you're not, you know, I don't see you on the bench there. So, I mean, the question is, I mean, who works for who, right? 
Well, I think we do. Are you a fan we actually, of Comcast or you work no, for Comcast? I, we work for Comcast. That's better. And I don't actually, see your Comcast jersey. And I would add, we are contributing to significant cash flows at said parent company. Right here. There you right go. Right now. There you go. Ring the cash register. You know, I went to a fantastic place in Vienna, and it was a, a peacock park. A, a park of, full of peacocks. Yeah, it was beautiful. That's awesome. I'm wondering where image. you were going with that. Was it losing a lot of money? No. Oh. The okay. opposite. I was right before I asked my wife to, to marry me. It was just a, it was on the verge of the breakout. Uh, speaking of this, uh, Morgan Stanley, they do cut Disney to 115, but they reiterate the uh, overweight. Yeah, okay, so that's one of those where they, well, they did actually put a fiscal year 2023 yep. number. Good. But the last line of that is 25 is the year. 2025. In the year 2025, all be, I mean, like, what, you know, what, these are one of those pieces. I read this and I said, in 2027, these guys are going to be the, what are we supposed to do with that? Well, it's, I don't know. I mean, isn't that what a lot of, well, I think Isn't your buddy David Costin saying stuff like that too now? You know, he is my buddy because, you know, zero how, earnings how growth next we, year. Buddy, That's 2023. So. Outside the office? How many times have we gotten together outside the office? There it is. Costin next year, zero earnings growth. No, can I just like use your buddy when we've actually had like even a cocktail outside the office? All right. All right. But you do that to me too. So <laughs> I, I do like that to, constantly, you, but that's constantly. mocking you. I, exactly. So I'm not allowed to mock you. And by the way, Costin is, he, I mean, I like every time he comes here, he loves you. You know that. I love Costin. Yeah. I wish he'd go for a drink with me. All right. So is he, I mean, is he, is I he, think is he, I think he's, he says he's less negative than a lot of their clients. I think he's, you know, even he, though he's, he's not positive. He's snubbing me. He's snubbing me, Costin. When he, well, he comes what? by here, shakes my hand, shows me his research. Heaven forbid you'd say, let's go to Harry's. busy, I think. That's probably part of it. I'm not busy for Costin. I'm ready for Costin. Look at that Weber fly. What do you think that's about, David? Weber. $8.05 a year. You'll never need another Weber again. I remember that when I bought Keeping it. him focused today is even more difficult than usual. Well, it's just, well, I saw all a, over the place. I saw a positive note on Amazon. Peacock, Amazon. Like a, like a and butter and then, hog. Yeah. Remember, and then Costin is Jassy snubbing him. Jassy came to town. Jassy, yes, that's Amazon And he's CEO. a big giant fan. Yes, that he is. That pretty much says it all. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Okay. How about the Manders? How good for the Manders? I don't even know what you're talking about <laughs> at all. The Manders. This is good. We're going to continue to try to wrangle Jim. The Manders. In a minute, we'll get to a bunch of the other calls. We'll count down to the opening bell. We'll get Kramer's Mad Dash on this Monday. Going to be a busy one. Don't go anywhere. Hi, I'm Ben. I suffer from a condition called writer's block. It strikes when I'm at work. That's why I choose Canva Magic Write. It works fast, generating texts in seconds, thanks to AI. Common side effects include increased productivity, compliments from coworkers, feelings of satisfaction. Now I can say bye-bye to writer's block. Ask your boss if Canva Magirite is right for you at canva.com, designed for work. Canva. Eight minutes before we get started with trading here for the week at the New York Stock Exchange. Let's get to our first mad dash as well. We've got a Goldman call on some down-and-out retailers. Yeah, I, you know, I thought this was significant because some of them are going to be very right. Uh, they like Burlington, which I think is very good. Uh, they like Tapestry, which is doing well. I think that makes a lot of sense. But most importantly, Dave, they like Cap Stores. Now, Cap Stores, sequentially strengthening execution, key idiosyncratic differentiator. Idiosyncratic. Hmm. I mean, that's like algorithmic, right? I mean, what the hell does that mean? It's been, it's um, been, it's been moving it's, higher lately. Right. It's been moving higher. And I have to tell months. you that 
Uh, oh, sell VF Corp. VF Corp is a shambles. Uh, but I like Ben. You know, Ben O'Dor is coming in there. I don't. I don't know if I really want to get rid of that stock with him coming in. But David, wait, you just said it's a shambles. Then you said you're not sure. New CEO. New CEO. I know. To interim. Ben O'Dor, but, interim CEO. But, but, you know, really Clorox very successful there. But anyway, why? I don't know why we're and looking at Bank First. And now it's time to really focus on Bank First <laughs> because I've done no work on it. I have no fundamental reason. to You know buy what? It, it looks really oh, good. What a day! What a chart! Wow! This is incredible. And what happened here, David? There's, oh, there's VF. Oh, all right. Oh, well, anyway, it could be like this. It could be a lot like Bank First if Ben O'Dor. All right, back to the call on Gap. All right, the reason why I like the call on Gap is because of in tapestry is that people just hate retail, okay? They hate all retail. I mean, look at what they did to Lulu on Friday. Which Lulu's quarter was fine. It was down 50. I mean, they just don't want to do spending. And I think that the consumer is stronger than people think, and the consumer will go to the mall, and the consumer will buy presents. All right. Except for they will buy them at more traditional places. I also think they'll go to Etsy. I bought something at Etsy this weekend. Did you? Yeah, I was looking for something that wasn't in the mall. But Gap is cheap, and uh, Banana Republic looks really good. Uh, they have to stop the stealing. That's kidding. None of these, none of these, uh, by the way, there is no store that admits that there's a lot of pilferage. But then when you go on Amazon, you find a lot of their stuff, really discounted prices. It's just by fencing. Yeah, uh, the retailers call it shrinkage. And don't you think they should have a huge, company that just does fencing? We can huge buy issue. it. Or do you think Tomo Bravo would buy it if it got damn enough? <laughs> they might. All right, that's it for him for like at least a couple of minutes. We're we'll going to open <laughs> bell five minutes they like, from now. They like that. By the way, you, they can, like that. you can catch us anytime, anywhere. Follow the Squawk in the Street opening bell podcast. We're back after this. Bank of America out with its top 10 trades for next year, among them shorting U.S. tech. A note from strategist Michael Hartnett says, quote, the old leadership still over-owned era of QE is no longer, era of globalization no longer, plus peak penetration and regulation risks. Jim, some of the other ideas are long 30-year, long China, long gold, long industrials, it's long very, small very caps. contrary. I liked it. I mean, gold, it turned out to be more of a store of value, but didn't has more of a uh, fear of inflation than actual inflation performance. Thank, thank you, Michael Semblis from J.P. Morgan on that. Uh, I think that I did a piece last night for club members, which just said that the source of funds and the donors will remain these uh, tech stocks as much as at this point to get out of them. I think doesn't make that much sense. I, I do like the industrials because I don't think it's going you know, like uh, Secretary Yellen. I don't think it's be that bad a recession. There's so much money coming toward them. But, yeah, I think that there's a lot of tech, particularly tech that is losing money, that is very 2000. And it's just forget it. Beyond enterprise yeah. software. No, yeah, beyond. I mean, enterprise software is a disaster. I mean, but, for example, this downgrade of Qualcomm today out of Wells. Look, I mean, I, my chapel trust on Qualcomm is clearly a mistake. I, I, Chris Germont, I listened to him. I got very uh, bold up about what he had to say. I liked what he said about auto. I still believe that, uh, that there was a pretty good chance that, at that point, that you could see some value uh, in cell phones. And I was wrong. I listened. And, you know, I, sometimes, sometimes when you listen to CEOs, David, and they're terrific. And they're great. Uh, and they're wrong. Well, you pay the price. Yeah. Sometimes it's better just to stay in a room and listen to no one and just do your work. And I think that that's probably in my case when I do my best work. Not listen listening to, no to CEOs. That's a yeah. that's revelatory. Yeah. When I, you know you have a drink with a CEO, usually pretty compelling. Right. But we do our jobs. We want to listen to what they have to say. But they can typically be. 
somewhat promotional. Yeah. And they have to be positive. That's part of their job. Well, I mean, I'm trying to figure out. can't sit there saying the world's ending. Well, I'll tell you who has been very good. If you go out with a railroad executive, those guys are no, those guys got it. They are good. Let's get the opening bell and get this week underway. Get the CNBC real-time exchange at the big board, Greystone Housing Impact Investors, celebrating its recent transfer to the NYSE and at the NASDAQ cannabis company, Canopy Growth. That's owned by Constellation, which is a big, big, uh, well, it's a majority stake. From, uh, Constellation's had a couple of good uh, numbers, which is Medela and Corona. Still selling very well. There was some uh, not as much heat out west. That usually determines that whether there's, there's a lot of upside. I still like the beer business because it does better in a recession than not. There you go, David. In a recession than not, you like beer. Uh, I forget where you are on the possibility of a recession. I think that it's a mild downturn. I just think that the Fed's doing a good job, and they've really, I think you're going to see a couple of CPI numbers that are very weak. I also think that you can get, that there are, uh, let's say, fewer job openings. Well, a couple of CPI numbers that are weak will probably get the market going a bit. Well, I right? think so. That's why, look, I think it's a Christmas rally after, after the Fed's done. Well, that's one of the key questions about, about Wednesday's presser, isn't it? And what he's going to say about not just the uh, easing financial conditions, but um, the, the hopes that we're getting a cut next year. Does he push back on that? Well, I, I, I think he doesn't need to talk about that at all. That would be a mistake to talk about. What I think you should talk about is that uh, there, it is easier to get a job. Supply chain issues are, are diminishing. I don't know a company that I talk to that still thinks supply chain is a big issue. And I, I urge people to go over to the Costco uh, conference call where they talk about how they return the fleet that they had simply because, like, look, there's not really a lot of, a lot of problems that Costco uh, is going to do. It's just a matter of when, when they're going to do the special dividend. I like the stock very much. Stock went down, and they're good news. Yeah. Um, Lulu's CEO, Calvin McDonald, was on us on Friday. Also, supply chain has stopped yeah. being uh, I, I don't want to, is no longer a key issue. Right. I just do you, that, how much do you think that has played a role in inflation and well, therefore the cessation lot. of supply chain issues? I think it's very good for Powell. I think that Powell has to play for time. I think it's just a matter of time before some of these good things flow through. Like, I want to see, I mean, you notice that new cars are still scarce. Well, because they still don't have enough of these old-fashioned stupid chips that they need. Well, stupid, I mean dumb chips, they call them. When autos finally roll over, and David, a lot of people came to me this weekend and said, is it really possible that, that Blackstone could have so many homes that it could put pressure on homes or they'll go to rental? And I, I defended, by the way, I thought that Jonathan Gray made me feel like, look, unless you feel that indentures mean nothing or language means nothing, you should back Gray. Right. But I do think at the same time, housing, I think there's just... A lot of homes. Then we have Lenar this week. Okay, I was going to say. Lenar, Lenar will be good. Yeah. They know how to build a home at an inexpensive price, but so does toll. But I just don't think at this, these levels of mortgages, it's a, it's a great buy to buy a house. It's just not. Um, well, you're talking about autos, and we should note uh, Tesla is down another 2.6%. Oh, does it ever end, David? And does it ever end? I don't know, Jim. I guess I'll put it back to you. The stock is now down 50, 50 full percentage but points for the year. But it's still 549 billion. Still 549 billion dollar market value, uh, but down, uh, cut in half. Cut in half now over the last uh, since uh, the year began. You think Twitter was ill advised that buy? Yes. 
at this point. I mean, how many other how Twitter many other? at 44 billion? Now, by the way, it's still Elon Musk. Well, he is doing so many different things. We've talked about this so often. Right. Can't bet against him given his incredible track True. record of success. That said, if you want to equate the two and just point out the losses that have taken place in Tesla since the Twitter deal closed, right. it hasn't gone particularly well so far. No, and the blue check, you have to pay for it, but you don't have to pay for it. You can get rid of it, but you can keep it. Uh, and it sounds very definitive. I have a blue check. Do you still? The blue check. I, do we keep them or do we have I to pay know. for them? I, I publish. Yeah. A, I don't either. You know, I've been publishing things that are kind of benign, like pictures of dogs. But most people want, hate my dogs. They're the only but dogs I'm that are hated not, in the whole world. Unless Putin, not, does Putin have a dog? I'm not paying for that. I, you're not, we're not paying no, for no. that. I like that. Well, it's and, free. And, and to our point about uh, Tesla sentiment, the video of Elon getting booed at Chappelle's concert. How, do you How like many other that? auto executives get actively booed? I'll tell you, Jim Farley is cheered when he goes to when, when he goes to things. It, it, it stocks at thirteen, so it's not like Farley's being cheered for his stock price, right? Nor Mary Barr is not being cheered for her stock price. No, Formula One. I don't cheered. think they're booed. I don't think they're cheered most of the time. Nobody's going to have a clue who they are. Um, well, they should as know. As opposed Farley. to Elon Musk, who obviously is they very outspoken on Twitter these days and is taking. Positions that are certainly arousing people's passions one way or the other. That's a good way to put it. It's just another stock that should have never gone as high as it did. Which stock? It. Tesla. Tesla. No. Te- well, yeah, I'll take Tesla too, but but I think that Twitter was probably be a 20. You know what? I, I do. I'm going to be less cynical about something. He, he was the guy who agreed I to a think, deal. I think you only paid for 20. I think Pinterest is real. Because I think if you can combine e-commerce and Pinterest, I mean, you know, kind of like... Right. If, if, if somehow Etsy would emerge. But you, I mean, I, I look at pictures these days and say, wow, I want to buy that. Because I was, you know, trying to do some shopping for my wife. And I said, ah, I got to go to this site. I got to go to that site. I got to this site. And ah, all that. I went and bought labels for my wife. She didn't watch the show. I'm okay. Labels? Yeah, for her sauce. I'm always claiming it's my sauce. <laughs> oh, you bought labels to put on the jar. Yeah, on now the, it's going to be Lisa's none better. I can't. Are you getting into the packaged food business? You bet I am. And that is a good business now that my supply chain's better. My supply gonna, chain was really screwed up by Ball Corp. Buy some mezcal and you yes. get, get free sauce oh on God. the side? How's get, that going to work? To get bottles out of Mexico, my supply chain, it's been horrendous. But I fixed my supply chain, so I might lower my price. You f- no. <laughs> you fixed your supply chain? Conagra looks good here. Supply chain. Going away. Well, actually, a couple of the calls this morning. Stiefel upping Under Armour to buy. Yes. One. Goldman upping Tapestry Wasn't to buy. Wasn't that something? You did that. Yep. yep. Uh, Goldman upping Best Buy. Uh, now, that Gap. has been right. I mean, you know, this is one. That was a great quarter for heaven's sake. It was yielding 5% or selling 11 times earnings. Corey Barry doing a great job. But, you know, look, gaming, PCs, in other words, stay away. I don't know. They offer good prices. There was yeah. wor- nothing, there was no, no research of any value. Right there. No research of any value. Because nobody really, you know, people are trying to make their picks for next year. Yep. And they tend to be the things that they like going into this. That, that, there was nobody who, uh, oh, the Goldman trip, the Goldman, I mean, that was a very interesting uh, tapestry. No one's been buying tapestry. Yeah. And, and GF. I mean, you do have, uh, for example, Boeing's a good one. Uh, J.P. Morgan goes to 200. They argue the 737 Max crisis exiting that. These orders, we keep waiting. United keep waiting Air India. Yeah. Keep waiting, but Boeing's been doing quite well, even in spite of itself. 
How about Deutsche Bank lowering Micron? Now, see, there's Cogent, right? Cogent, see, it was it was at 98, but there's nothing like downgrading at 53. At 1.2 times book. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Helpful? Yeah, I uh, know. It got so quiet here. It Well, wow. I heard this bell ringing over and over again in now, my head. If though. you do have a good quarter and you're in this high multiple because you did the pivot, for profitability, you get a MongoDB situation. Now, MongoDB is a ver- you had. Yep. You had yeah, We it. talked to him last he week. He was fantastic, Dev. Now, look at what he did. He decided to do the pivot, decided to go, to earn, get, go for earnings, and it's been up, up, up. And I just think that that's how you create value. That's how you do it. That's it. He was, that was a great interview. And he clearly sensed that, you know what? We got to start making money. We can't just, like, lose money forever. That's what I like. Right. Uh, he was so good. What other, what other, um, what else would you put in that basket? Was in Sienna, the, the Broadcom, pivot guys, I think, I th- yes. Salesforce. I think that Mark is, Mark Benioff is starting to realize yes with, with, with layoffs, and he did a really good job. But I'll tell you, Palo Alto Networks was the pivot of all pivots. That was the pivoteer. Salesforce is making some changes. Starting, as you said, starting. 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 It's a long process potentially. Okay. Well, you know, they had so many great customers when I was out there. Mm-hmm. I was looking at what they're doing for, with Ford. Is it $13 again? I mentioned that. Yes. Um, and bec- with the F-150 and streamlining your business, it's good. It's good. We haven't talked, uh, uh, we haven't talked anything involving crypto yet today. We're going to talk a lot more about it starting tomorrow. I, I think Silvergate. house hearing. It's Silvergate. It's, not, it's too early to buy Silvergate. Yep. Uh, NVIDIA, there was a positive note today. Uh, and yet that Cowan, really, Cowan goes did to not really get the stock yeah. motivated because the stock has had a very big move ahead of that. See the chart of Silvergate, David? Yeah, it's suboptimal. That's, yes. Yeah. I took the words right out of my mouth. No, you're welcome. No problem. Mm, yeah. Um, did want to well, take a look at Amgen because it's not down hardly at all. Um, well, so the market responding. Bought some growth? Relatively well to the Amgen uh, deal to buy Horizon. It's yeah. one of the larger deals we've seen Did throughout this year. Uh, paying $116.50, obviously above uh, the price Sanofi was willing to pay for a company that they essentially put in play, if we could call it that, by making a number of offers. Well, look, if you're 15 Horizon times said, earnings, all right, we'll sell you can raise your You can raise your cash flow. They're 15 times earnings. Right, right. So the deal will be accreative in 2024, right. not long after not close. Bad. It's not bad. It's just that it's I wanted they're, more. They're paying 20 years of cash flow for the company. It's a It's a lot, but at the same time, they're getting... Drugs that, that are proven drugs that are probably not threatened. We want um, unproven you know, drugs rare, that could be great. We do, but rare disease drugs have good advocacy groups. It helps with the payers. Margins are good yeah. and protected. Go buy Biomarin. But to Jim's point, there are those who think of Amgen as an innovative company, and right. this is not that. This is more the playbook of Big Pharma, which says right. we're here to buy what you've figured out. I think you should buy Biomarin. They've got a hemophilia drug. They'll be more than just orphan. Uh, they're doing incredibly well, and I just put that right there on the list. Okay. With uh, JJ Bianame, who's fan- a fantastic CEO. There. Okay. Something positive, something happy, something delightful, something for everyone. Something for everyone. Nice. Yes. Uh, what is it tonight? <laughs> yeah, the Caesar. Not Sid Caesar, who apparently was just a wild man. I haven't read that book. Which one? The Sid Caesar. Oh, really? Yeah. He was. He's a gun nut. He was a wild man. He's a wild man. Yes. 
but mine is uh, something on the way to the forum. Yes. Comedy tonight. I'm trying because you're trying to tonight. keep up. Yeah. I am trying to keep up. Uh, you got this. Um, Thank you. You mentioned Ford. A couple of other auto stories. Rivian uh, pausing talks with Mercedes yeah. uh, to build a, uh, a joint factory. Talks just started, what, like yesterday? Project. I mean, yep. this talk started three months ago. And, uh, and GM, uh, U.S. finalizing this loan to get their joint venture with uh, LG batteries going as the battery belt continues I th- to expand. I think that Mary Barr is doing more to be able to secure supply chain than anybody else other than, of course, Mr. Twitter. Mr. Twitter being Elon Musk. Yeah. Yeah. I have a Twitter mug. I was going to reach for it today when I made my coffee, and I thought it might be bad luck, so I went for another one. I just didn't want to have a Twitter mug yep. to start Monday with a blue check. Is it good or bad to have a blue check? I don't know. The Journal's got some data on uh, ad traffic. Not encouraging. Not encouraging? Uh, and there's been some high-profile defections in the past week. Elton you know, John, you, whatever. Yeah. Yep. I still, you know, Instagram, at the risk of saying anything even remotely positive about Metaverse, Instagram continues to be a place to be able to generate business. It does. And, I, I, you know, I continue to focus people on TikTok and the possibility I uh, of a ban in the U.S. because that will be a day that certainly you would see a very strong response in, the, in names such as Meta and or Snap. Does Meta have any, do they own any, con- I mean, do they have a lot of mind share in Congress? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. I always think that that's like, well, one thing's they for certain, they are united both left and being right. Banned. Um, of course, well, we could then. Social spend media. a lot of time talking about the mental health of our younger people in this country and what seems to be a crisis and whether and what role social media has played in that. Well, when my daughter was talk a to any counselor for trouble, talk to your educators, talk to mental health professionals, man, there's, yeah, take it away. there's a big problem. Just take it away. And they'll break right in even to a, a safe if you put you take away their if you're with troubled youth. Well, we think of meta, you think of regulatory, I guess risk is one way to put it. Uh, yeah. Microsoft, I know you were watching this deal with the London Stock Exchange, Jim, to take a small stake, do a 10-year strategic partnership. Well, I thought that that was buying business. It's for their cloud. Yeah, um, because a lot of people worried about um, Alphabet, Google Cloud. Right. This way they kind of locked up something. And it's good. I mean, Microsoft needed some part of the narrative that would be good. Uh, and they got something other than that NFL people use their PC. Microsoft needed this. Microsoft actually has a good-looking chart, as shocking as that is. It's got a good-looking chart? Yeah, That's a good-looking good chart. chart? Why? Because you got a developing head and shoulders there, the reverse head and shoulders. See that? That's good, David. Reverse head and shoulders. Okay. What are, you, are you, you Pantene? Are you a Pantene guy? Actually, I am. How'd you know? Are you Pantene? I that, yeah, I think that's. I think that's. I save a fortune on shampoo. That's what we use. You do. Well, I don't. Oh, I thought maybe you'd figured out your supply chain issues with shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, the one other thing uh, that crossed our minds over the weekend was the anniversary of Wall Street. Uh, premiered uh, this past day or two in uh, 1987. No, it's Feelings. just the best. What a great movie. Meanwhile, they're still not beating the S&P 500, no. all these guys. <laughs> well, I mean, Michael Douglas was so right. 35 years later, take uh-huh. a look. Take a look. How many years have they beaten the S&P 500 well, in the last 35? Hardly any. Well, I mean, there was a spirited bidding for Teldar. Remember how bad the other Teldar, was? that's but, right. But who had, you know, there were a couple of good stocks that were mentioned on the trading desk. <laughs> right? Your bunny has a Blue good horseshoe. Blue, Blue horseshoe. No, it was great. I remember my takeaway was at one point, Michael Douglas says, you see the suit 
It's from Sills. So I went to Sills and I got some suits. <laughs> and people, that began your long-standing yeah, love affair with clothes. There you go. I mean, I got some Sills. People go and said, wow, you look really good. I said, yeah, Sills, you want to go there. It's my kind of Michael Douglas. I love Michael Douglas so much. He's I the love greatest. It. Oh, by the way, yeah, there's a look at S&P over 35 years. Ah, thank you. It happened since 69. Since (laughs) 69. A quick reminder this morning, you can always get in on the CNBC Investing Club with Jim. Just sign up and find out more at cnbc.com slash join the club. Or just point your phone at the QR code on the screen. Takes you right there. As we go to break, uh, watch bonds today. Uh, Bostic is scheduled to speak at noon, even though technically we're in a bit of a Fed blackout window. Uh, also a 10-year note auction later on today. But right now, 10-year, 353. We're back in a moment. It is as serious as you can get. So we should all hope it goes away, that there's some kind of armistice or settlement. You know, that, that's good for Ukraine, by the way. The danger of this war is extraordinary. And, and it can go on for years. But this oil and gas thing, it looks like you know, the Europeans will get through it this winter. Mm-hmm. But this oil and gas problem is going to go on for years. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, if I was a, a, you know, in the government or anywhere else, I'd say I have to prepare for getting much worse. I hope it doesn't, but I would definitely be preparing for it to get much worse. That's Jamie Dimon on Face the Nation yesterday, his take on the Russia-Ukraine war and its impact on energy. He's raised this a couple times in terms of downside scenarios for 2023. Well, I think it's important if you have to talk about things that could go wrong. I mean, I was this was someone from the military this weekend who was saying, look, if you give uh, Ukraine long-range missiles and they hit Moscow, obviously the world changes, but it's not of vital interest right now. You don't want your kids to, to go there or you to go there, but I do think, David, the idea that, uh, that oil could go up from it is the other way. I just don't see that happening. Right. But Mr. Diamond's point, I think, is, okay, this winter, they've probably got enough in storage and they've right. done a good job, but it's not done. Cutting off all supply from Russia be, for the serious. likes of Germany, which has happened, and for Europe, it's but going if, to take years to sort of replace and figure out different ways to get the energy. I think there's been more ingenuity in need. that. Yeah. I think that it's a two-year issue. Because we have so much here, we just have so a much. lot of LNG coming from here. Right. Sorry, getting tested today though because of the weather that's blowing through on yeah. the West Coast. And yet, some of the natural gas stocks, you know, the analysts all hate oil and gas. The trend followers, they when they loved them, you know, they're all going great. And they hate them. They hate them so badly. Yeah, well, Exxon's still up 70% this year. I think so a year ago this time, if you'd said, hey, you know what, I think I want a little energy Exxon exposure. Exxon holds up much better. Than Chevron, too. Yes. It's actually widened its gap significantly this year in terms of its performance. Okay, okay, so here we go. A little quiz. What street did Rockefeller live on in Cleveland? What street did Rockefeller live on in, on in Cleveland? Nope. Euclid. 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 And you apparently could have bought his house for like $98,000 and said, wouldn't that be some house of Rockefeller? It would be. I, I like yeah. these little interstitial trivia contests you oh, pose. Yes. I'm gonna, I've got a bunch of them that are really worthless and mean nothing. <laughs> okay. I look forward to them. We'll get stopped trading with Jim in a minute. Dow's up 100. Let's get to Jim and stop trading. A bunch of people cut estimates and cut ratings for RHL Restoration Harbor. Now it sells at 10 times earnings, and I just don't think it's the time to, to exit. I know Gary Friedman had some very negative commentary, but you know what? If things get better in 2023, you're going to say, you know what, why didn't I buy this stock down here? It's probably a little early because it's still uh, 10, but you're going to sell it eight times earnings. It's a good company. So I, I, if everybody hates it now, I don't know, probably too late. I mean, I, his earnings call last week, does Powell and his team know what to do? Yeah, Are well, they just tinkering around? They haven't seen this before? 
I know. It he was, went off. He went off. He, he went off. I tried to get him to not go off. I think if he had just said, look, I think that next year could be better. I think the stock would be sounded a little good. like they have no idea. Well, I just think, I think that Gary was, is an emotional good person, and this call was reflective of his current state. But I look at his, I look at his work, and I look at what he's got, and the excitement that he's got, including for traveling. And I just think, you know what? It, uh, you start buying a little bit here and buy it lower. Didn't know that Gary took it down, but when things get good, yep. Gary will stop talking about the Federal Reserve. How about tonight? I have Constellation, which is the energy kind. I like both Constellations. I like the beer kind. I like the energy kind. It's a constellation of constellations. What do you think of that, David? I like it. You like that? Yeah, go with that. You know, and I, I like, you know, these deals, I'm going to be very clear, people understand. The deals are important to buy growth, but I like growth that's home growth. That's all I'm saying. All right, Jim. We're buckling up for a busy week. We'll see you tonight. Yeah. Mad Money, 6 p.m. Eastern time. Dow's up 121 to start the week. Don't go anywhere. You've been listening to the opening hour of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/slash activecash.